0: Welcome to the diet solutions podcast. I'm Dr. Trishita, your host, and I'm super excited to kickstart my podcasting journey and I'm happy to have you on board. On today's episode, I would be elaborating on whether calorie counting is really required or not and why we should follow our natural hunger cues. So let's get started. When we think about diet, the first thing which comes to our mind is calories. So do you think whether calorie counting is required or not? When asked as a poll, my lovely Instagram followers gave it a big yes. Well, I'm here to bust this myth and give you the top 5 reasons why we don't need to stress on calorie counting as well as the 10 things we should do instead when on a diet or even on a daily basis to lead a healthy life. Told you a handful of chips or a handful of carrots had the same amount of calories, which one would you choose for your next snack? Probably the first option, right? Chips taste better and contain the same amount of calories, so why go with these boring raw carrots? So, calories are simply an indicator for the amount of energy contained in them. They tell us nothing about the overall quality of the food or its nutritional levels. A healthy eating plan cannot be based on the number of calories coming in or going out of your body. Not that monitoring your calorie intake is a bad idea, but they should not be your only guide when deciding what to eat and what not to eat. Here are the five reasons to focus more on your portions, quality of ingredients, and the pleasure of eating as well as the nutritional density of our food and not getting stuck in the vicious circle of calorie counting. Let's get started. Number one what matters is the quality of the food and not the number of calories in it. With a lot of products now available in the market labelled as low-fat, light, cholesterol-free may be overwhelming and we tend to buy them and add them in our daily diet Thinking we are cutting down our calories and we'll be all set. Food manufacturers make it seem very easy to lose weight with these products, so please don't fall for it. Many times, these foods are less healthy than their original incarnations. Fat is replaced with sugar, and sugar is replaced with potentially harmful artificial sweetness. Nutrient rich foods such as nuts, dry fruits, eggs, naturally filtered oils, whole Lentils such as chickpeas, kabuli chana, rajma may be high in fat and calories per serving but will serve our overall health much better than a sugar-free cookie or maybe some low-fat processed food. Number 2. Counting calories takes away all the pleasure from eating. Calorie counting may cause you to obsessively think about food and puts you in the mindset of good and bad foods. Thinking about food day in and day out isn't healthy and categorizing foods as good and bad sets you up for feelings of guilt and shame. Counting calories only further perpetuates that mindset. Remember, food is just food. It's neutral. Sharing a meal with loved ones is one of the greatest pleasures in life. Counting the calories in every single bite you take is the best way to ensure you don't enjoy your meal. Eventually, that habit can lead to a bad relationship with food. Also, counting relies completely on an external validation and doesn't teach you anything about your own body. Relying on this number doesn't allow you to determine when you feel hungry or full. Figuring out these hunger cues is extremely important when you're trying to get in touch with your body or even trying to lose some weight and can help you stabilize and find yourself at your own set point weight, which means the weight where our body is healthy and happy with itself. That doesn't mean uh, a zero figure or any other weight which you want to come at. The set point weight is the weight where your body is happy with you. Your body has a natural system to gauge its energy levels, which signals you to eat when you're hungry and stop when you're full. These hormones send the cues that allow your body to regulate how much food is eaten in an attempt to maintain your body's weight and energy balance. So calorie counting doesn't allow you to identify how certain foods make you feel, what foods you may actually desire or what brings you satisfaction, all of which are extremely important in food decisions. Coming to point number three, Digesting fats leads to a feeling of fullness. Yes, I, to- I will talk about fats now. Good fats are an essential part of any effective weight loss program. As these are slow to digest, which help us among any other things to feel and remain full until our next meal. Low-fat meals tend to leave us unsatisfied. They also lead us to a bounce back hunger. As the body's blood sugar levels jumps high and then plunges low again, a quick drop in blood sugar levels leads to cravings, which can then lead to binge eating and nobody wants that. So when you are on a so-called low-fat diet plan, we would lose a little bit initially, yes, but it all comes back. As keeping up with such a plan is not possible and we tend to succumb to our cravings very soon, which which is actually a result of that low-fat meal and not due to your lack of willpower. So please do not go on a guilt trip next time. Number four, counting calories puts the body in a state of stress, which then causes the body to store fat. So as we all know, our state of mind can affect our body's functioning. If you are concerned about the calories you consume, your body enters into a state of stress, which raises our cortisol levels cortisol blunts the metabolism. The body then protects itself by storing as much as uh, energy what we eat, thus by promoting these fat deposits and also increases our cravings for ice cream, sweets and chips. So point number five, too much math. Honestly, I don't have time or energy to calculate everything that goes into my mouth. That probably sounds odd since my life's work is in helping people to improve their health health by eating better, but I firmly believe that this can be done and is best done without overly assessing and counting. And a little secret, I have a lot of satisfied and healthy clients to prove it. So now you might be wondering, if I think calorie counting is such a waste of time, what do I do instead? How do I prevent myself from eating too much or how do I help my clients to do the same? My answer is simple the 10 things to do instead of counting calories. The first one, listen to your body. As I already told you about the hunger cues, please listen to your body, know when your body wants to eat or wants to stop eating. Always eat when hungry as your digestive system is ready to digest and assimilate all what you have eaten or which you would be eating. Having your full attention on the meal in front of you Notice the sensations in your body during and after eating. These sensations are the hunger cues and we all have felt them. For example, having an empty stomach or a slight burn in our stomach, stomach growling, lightheaded feelingness, maybe a slight headache, grumpiness, lack of energy, shakiness or weakness. So these come before we eat and while and during after our meal, we, we may feel the happiness of eating, satisfaction, and the feeling of fullness. Also, eat slowly. I know we all are in a busy schedule. It's always not possible, but this will help you to know your cues better or learn them. And when you give time to yourself, you feel happy, you feel satisfied. Lower the stress levels equal weight loss. Then always sit down when you eat. Chew every bite before taking another. Savor all the flavors, texture, mouthfeel, sounds, richness, crunchiness, softness, saltiness, or even the sweetness of the food. Make an effort to eat healthy foods and make an equal effort to eat healthy foods that taste good to you, which you like, which you savor. Also, sometimes choose to eat foods purely for the pleasure of eating them, even when they're not as healthy. This prevents future cravings and overeating. I stopped feeling like a disobedient dietitian when I let go of this whole counting calories obsession for weight loss. Even though during my masters and my doctorate degree, I did and relied a lot on counting and calculations. There is a certain sense of freedom that comes from eating in the way we are meant to eat. But yes, here I would mention that Calculating nutrients such as calories mainly from carbs, proteins, fats, and some minerals such as sodium, calcium, iron, etc. for clinical conditions is evident. And as a dietitian, I do count and calculate to give a proper diet which helps stabilize the patients with a clinical condition and help them recover better. Having said that, it's best we do not get into the trap of measuring our body by numbers But enjoy what we eat and savor the natural goodness nature has given us just by not stressing on calories and listening to hunger cues and our body will have the liberty to spend so much more time on things that actually matter to you and in this process your body will naturally find a healthy weight for itself it's empowering to know that your body knows the best it validates all those signals your body sends you moment to moment and even the urge to eat a little extra at the end of the meal ultimately it's all about choosing nutritious food that allow you to enjoy what you're eating feel satisfied and more importantly doesn't keep you preoccupied with food exercise and stressing on your body image calorie counting is just another way that the diet culture has us looped around its finger and it's time to tell the world that we have better things to do than to micromanage our food and appearance. So stop counting and don't let life pass by. So now before you go, I would love to hear your opinion on this podcast and let me know on what other topics I could talk on. Connect with me on my Instagram handle called Solution or on my Facebook page at Dr. Trishita. For a personalized and holistic diet plan, please do email me on dietsolutionsclinic at gmail.com. So, did you like this podcast? If so, please do share it with your friends. Until next week, signing off, Dr. Trishita.